Sasha. Hey, Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear about the reins of monkeys we're supposed to get in like 10 days? What? Yeah, the weather report says we're getting ape rural showers. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Welcome back. It's Original Flavor Spoop Hour. Sashaitis is over. Oh. The evil is defeated. <laughs> the evil being the... our lovely ghosts who came on. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. No, you guys, those are the loveliest ghosts. Truly. No, the evil that I defeated was two, basically two months of just nonstop garbage. hell. <laughs> yeah, so we are coming out of the Sashaitis here. Also, welcome back to Spoop Hour, Paranormal Comedy Podcast. Okay, about I just two, about no, two Halloweenies. That one's Sasha. Hi. This one's Courtney. But hey. we're also going to do a mini-sode for you, because as you can probably hear, I've got a sinus thing going on. Yeah. And Sasha's tired, so... I've been having big migraines. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> and also time. sinus pain, yeah. because it's springtime it's, in Virginia, and everything went from nothing is blooming to everything. Yeah. It went from, oh, look, is that a little tiny blade of grass, to kaboom, punch you in the Boom. face with pollen. So like, I already have to mow my lawn, and I'm oh, like, okay, well, I'm going to throw on a mask, I'm going to take <laughs> lots of allergy meds, and uh, I'm going to pray to the universe that uh, I get out of this <laughs> without like <laughs> collapsing into a puddle with sinus pain. Yay! So Yay. we're doing a mini-sode. We're going to talk about a spooky article I read in the context I read it in. We're going to talk about spooky shit that's happened to us of late. And we're going to talk about a format change. It's nothing scary. I don't want you to have anxiety about it. So do you want to talk about the format change first? Yeah, let's talk about the format change first. Okay, so it's no longer going to be a podcast. We're going to come to your house and yell at you for two hours. I'm just kidding. Can oh my you god, imagine? can you imagine if we had that funding? Oh, jeez. And can you imagine <laughs> if we had that world where we could safely travel to people's houses? <laughs> like... I want to visit you at some point. Yeah. Actually, I should need to visit you at some point because you want that donut. I, I, well, I want that donut. Oh, and also I, I want thought, to see you, yeah. but you also have two video games I want to get from you. I, I do. This is, but also I do want to visit you. I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. like priority number three. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So here's format change. During the Sashiatus, we both thought about it, and basically, we've been nonstop churning out content for three and a half years, and we love doing Spoop Hour, and we want to keep doing Spoop Hour, and so in order to continue doing Spoop Hour with the quality to which you are accustomed, which is to say, hot pile of garbage, but like in a fun way... (laughs) <laughs> We're going to start doing bi-weekly episodes. So bi-weekly in the sense of every other week, not twice a week. That would make Oh my it, God, can you imagine oh, if so we went from worse. four episodes to eight episodes <laughs> and we're like, we, four four episodes a week, uh, a month is already a little bit too much. So what if we did eight? Yeah, I thought I was stressed <laughs> before. What if I just make it worse? Yeah. So basically, we decided when we first started doing this that if it wasn't fun anymore that we'd step away from it. And it's not that it's not fun, but we are getting to the point where we could end up down that road. Yeah, and so in order to dodge that road, we're going to keep going down Fun Boulevard instead of going down Downer Avenue. So 
to keep us on Fun Boulevard, we're going to go with bi-weekly. This is also going to be good in general for both of our mental health because, as yep. I'm sure you've heard on the podcast, we are grown-ups who have, like, jobs and lives and stuff, and that's yeah. hard to do. I think with turning 30 really... Uh, <laughs> really took it out of us. I turned 31, you turned 30, and now we're just crones even more so than we were already. And the pandemic. We can't forget yeah. that this, like, there's always this background radiation of the pandemic that I think just makes everything a little bit harder. Yeah. Like, I, I in the time that I was on my Sasha Aetis, I, I, I'm back at work. Yeah. Like, like I, at work. I'm, like, at work. Physically. Today, I got to work from home. Yay! Which was cool because I didn't have to proctor any tests. But, yeah, I, essentially, I'm five days a week at work again. So that's also been some background radiation. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I just saw an article that was, like, white-collar workers are really feeling the burnout from the pandemic right now. And the article was talking about, like, it's because we're not fulfilled as – speaking as a white-collar worker, mm-hmm. we're not fulfilled because we don't get to go to the office and see our coworkers and stuff. And I'm like, that's not the problem. The problem mm-hmm. is – as some Tumblr user, Twitter user, so aptly put it, the pandemic took everything away from us except for work. So yeah. the only consistency that I have in my life is my job, which is mm-hmm. hard and not fun. So, you know, yeah. maybe someday we'll go back to doing weekly episodes, but think mm-hmm. of it this way. It's going to be easier for you to keep up with us. It's going to be easier yeah. for you to listen to all the other shows that you listen to that you love. And we'll be able to have more time to do research yep. and plan for episodes. Yep, it'll be really cool. And this will also mean we'll have to take fewer unscheduled breaks because by scheduling mm-hmm. breaks regularly, we're going to establish consistent rest for ourselves yep. instead of just being like, I am so stressed that I'm literally crying as I type this to you. Can we take a week off? So, And then the other <laughs> one being like, oh my God, me too. <laughs> and then we high five and weep openly over yes. the internet. So, Over the internet. <laughs> you know, this is basically just think of it as we're finally establishing a consistent routine <laughs> three and yeah. a half years in like you know professional yeah. podcasters would so it's still going to be the same spooky trash that you've come to know and love hopefully and yeah. it's going to be arguably a little bit better quality because we're not going to be trying to churn it out as much so yeah. we can spend a little and bit more time finessing if you are like starved for spoop hour content, you're like, oh my god, but I want to listen to them talk more. I need for some reason. I need eight hours uh, of them talking at me all the time. Then we we are still putting bonus content up on Patreon. Yep. So and we still have quite a bit of Twilight to yell about. Oh, you don't know the half of it. I yep, have, I'm so scared. This book is so goddamn long. <laughs> so just, like, we're going to stick with our Patreon schedule of doing two bone cones a month. So for as little as $3 a month, you will hear us yell about other stuff. Some of it is tangentially spooky. Some of it is cut stuff from Spoop Hour episodes that run long. And some of it is me screaming at Sasha about how terrible the Twilight books are. I'm on Midnight Sun. So you'd think we'd be almost done with this book series. But I'm starting to think these books are going to to outlive me. I think oh, they're no. going to kill me. This Oh god. Midnight Sun is a sl- I'm 20% in cuz the e-reader copy that I have now yeah. gives me the like, oh you're 21 I'm 21% in and I'm only just now to the point where it's blood typing day at school. And, and that's- haven't you been reading this like off and on for like months yes. now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gave myself part of the Sasha Aetis off from reading Twilight cuz it's <laughs> it's it's hard to read, but... You deserve mental rest, too. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've found the recipe for Twilight in the same way that we're going to try the mm-hmm. new recipe for Spoop Hour, extra crispy Spoop Hour, rather than original flavor. <gasps> yeah. So it's... I can read it during the week, during breakfast and lunch, 
And mm-hmm. that's about that's about my max. Occasionally, I can read it for a little bit in the evenings, but anything more than that, and I'm just going to get really mad. Mm-hmm. And I yep. don't. Mm-mm. No, no. Mm-mm. Like just just a fun aside. This part of the book just ruined. Sasha's favorite medical himbo, Carlisle. So if you want to hear more about that, head on over to Patreon and join cool supporters like my mom, who seriously insisted on joining our Patreon because she's a wonderful woman. And I told her she paid her dues bringing me into this world, but she insisted. So... Patreon. Thumbs Your up mom on my is mom. the best. But <laughs> oh my god, okay, I cannot wait for this Carlisle stuff. It's I, I read that this morning and I genuinely I put the book down and I was like, oh Sasha's not gonna like this. <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna like this. <laughs> so Sasha's back, welcome back. Oh, you can also find Spoop Hour on the internet, and we will still be on the internet at yeah. Spoop Hour on Twitter and Instagram. So like, you know, we'll be around. We're not like disappearing. Mm-mm. We're just we're just being better about seeking a balance in our lives, and we'd like to yeah. encourage you to do the same. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, maybe someday, you know, if the pandemic ever ends and, you know, we get energy back and, like, life is good, maybe we'll go yeah. back to doing weekly episodes, but maybe we won't. Who's to say? But this Who's is, to say? This is to keep Spoop Hour running for Could as long Could be a nursery. Possible. Could be a nursery. Who even knows? So, Sasha... <laughs> In your inaugural episode, since you have come back from the Sashaitis, where we had such esteemed guests tell us spooky stories of just like weird sounds they hear in their house mm-hmm. or weird lights that they find an explanation for, did anything spooky happen to you during the Sashaitis? So, I guess the spookiest thing of all is that we went back to school. What could be spookier? And- what could be spookier? So that's the thing, though, is like, you know, I've complained about like weird noises and like, like just quality of life things at my school that I, I just am want to complain about. Mm-hmm. But coming back to the building, like, I think it must have been like 50, like 49 weeks after wow. we got sent home. Because, I mean, I did pack up my classroom once last May. And then I came back in once in November to mm-hmm. do a book check, like book room check. But like even both of those times, like last May and in November were spooky because like when we came back to pack up our rooms, like the shit on the board was about like March 13th, 2020. Ugh. And it was like, oh, like I had a whole lesson planned for Friday, March 13th that didn't get used because we school was closed. Yeah. And so we had to like pack up everything. Did it when feel I like came, a liminal space like when you're in the airport at like yes. five in the morning? Yeah, so it felt like this liminal space that you like walk in and everything's just a little off. Like it was very clear that rodents got into my snack boxes. Oh, like because no, the rodents boxes. the rodents were like, Hey, no humans, we can party, right? And then in November I went back and they had like removed the furniture from our rooms so they could do a deep clean and so like our boxes were all over the place and like everything was just like stacked up in like a place that what you know not how we left it and so then I was also like uh something has been here like it it didn't feel like me anymore because it had to be cleaned so deeply yeah and then coming back to the building we can't we're allowed to come back into the building in February kind of sporadically as we needed to set up and stuff and so that was spooky too because like you didn't know who was in the building at what time and not all the lights were on and like you had to set up this new classroom in a like very sterile way Hmm. but basically I have been able to kind of even it out i 
decided to like actually decorate my classroom. I only put up stuff that's been laminated. So like when I pack up my classroom again in the summer, I can just like wipe everything down and put it away. Yeah, it's still a little spooky because there are some days that I only have one or two students in a class period. Weird. And so I just have to sit there. And I have this person who's in the room, but I'm still presenting to the laptop because, like, the other 25 kids in their class are, like, online. So I just feel like I kind of have this, like, shat, like, you know when you can see someone out of the corner of your eye and it's a little creepy? So Mm -hmm. I just, like, have that all the time. And they make, like, a sudden movement and I'm like, (laughs) there's someone in this room. Or, like... It, when I'm by myself and I'm not teaching, I'm just like in my planning period, I hear like weird noises outside or my radiator clicks or I hear like voices coming from another room and I forget. Like I, I, I've been having to like retrain my brain to be like, it's okay that there's other people. Yeah. So that's, I think, the spookiest part of like going back to work is like, oh, there are other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the hardest part, if I can ever get a goddamn vaccine, Mm -hmm. is learning, like, if somebody, if I see someone out in the wild, I don't have to be like, oh, my God, I got to cross the street and get six feet between us. Like, it's okay. I have an 11th grader, and he's trying his best, but he's also the kind of kid who, like, plays with his mask and, like... Does a smacky thing or pulls it under his nose or while he's working, he like pulls it under his nose so he can breathe a little easier. And then he I look at him and he pulls it back up and then I look away from him and he pulls it back down down. (laughs) or like, you know, and he's he's not doing it to be an asshole. Like, that's what I have to keep telling myself is he's not doing it to be an asshole. He's uncomfortable. Yeah. He's a teenage boy who wanted to be back in the building so he could get, like, direct help from his teachers. He's not doing this to be mean. He's just uncomfortable. And, like, when as soon as the kids leave, too, I'm, like, I, all my windows are open in my classroom. I'm also, like, ripping my mask off and be like, <laughs> like, sticking my head out the window to, like, breathe. Yeah, like, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, so it's been it's been interesting to have to, like, kind of mentally also, like, do some mental gymnastics to be like, hey, hey, you're safe. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, you got vaccinated you are seeing like the same like i think i only see like 16 kids all week so i'm like you're good. seeing like the same 16 people all week all of your coworkers are vaccinated like no uh, the oh, i eat lunch with my brother because he works mm-hmm. with me now and we're already in like a pod so like so yeah. he and i eat lunch together and that's it like and then i come home and i'm okay but it's just yeah that, i think the scariest thing of all has been like mentally preparing and mentally accepting the new situation. But yeah. Yeah. Other than that, no raccoons have fallen on my roof lately. Well, that's something. But a (laughs) raccoon came up on my parents' porch the other day, just kind of sauntered along and they were like, Hey, look at that. (laughs) But that's about it. (laughs) That's good. Oh, I tripped over a bench in the dark. I, I went to visit a friend and a bench attacked me in the dark. So that was probably the scariest thing to happen to me. Besides yeah. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you? Did anything spooky happen to you this week? Yes. So we've been keeping the windows open mm. on and off a lot lately because mm-hmm. it's been nice. And, you yeah. know, it's springtime in D.C. And I just really want to, like, just jam as much pollen, pollen into my GMOs. sinuses yep. as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, let's let's do this. Let me I just completely that. close off my nose. But the other day, we were downstairs. The cats were downstairs with us. 
These are important details for this story. And then all of a sudden, the door to the guest room just slammed no. shut. No. <laughs> it wasn't even during like a particularly big gust of wind. Like yeah. it was a little windy, but it wasn't like, you know, it yeah. wasn't gusting. It right. was just like a little breeze, but door slammed. And I was like, oh my God. So I like come up the stairs to see, you know, what's going on. Did anything fall over? Is everything good? It's just the door. So I open the door back up again. I close the window a little bit just to like lessen the breeze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I go back downstairs. Both cats are downstairs. Jack is downstairs. And then bam, the door oh, no. slammed shut again. <laughs> and I was like, well, so at that point I closed the window all the way, but probably, well, maybe this room is haunted. So <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I did some Sasha-less bone cone for our Patreon, actually. So patrons, you're about to see my adventures with trying to dousing rob the ghost out of this room. Uh, but, yeah. So the spooky thing that happened to me this week is that, that the spooky doors in my house, which are all like original fixtures from when uh-huh. this house was built in the 1930s, this one in particular behind me is aggressive and wants to <laughs> slam a lot. So don't yeah. like that. And it was, like, slamming with such force that it did genuinely sound like someone was slamming it shut because they were mad. Oh, it didn't geez. sound like, oh, it's just the way. It was an angry slam. It was, yeah. It was scary. So. Yeah. that That's hap- – well, it happens the opposite way where my classroom door, if some – you have to, like, pull it shut to make oh. sure it shuts because otherwise it just kind of – it pretends to shut and then it opens up again. And I keep the windows open in my classroom and I'll be working, working and students are, you know, one or two students are in the room with me. And all of a sudden you just hear and the door opens slowly. (laughs) And I think that the best part about being back with students, though, is when like weird shit like that happens. They make eye contact with you and it's just like the weirdest. Everybody's like, is there a ghost? Because meanwhile, like the other 20 kids are on the computer, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Some kids have their cameras on, especially the kids who are in the building, like to have their camera on to be like, I'm in the building. I mean, I have my building on, uh, my, my camera on. And then so you just see all of us being like, <laughs> like big eyed. Like, see, uh. what, part of what makes it so spooky when the doors slam is in general, we have like an open door policy in the house with yeah. the exception of like the bathroom door because... Of the cats, like Himbo yeah. intern will try and brute force a door open, so he does not respect the sanctity of an open of a closed door. Right, and then you know, executive producer Podcat Zelda can do whatever she wants all the time, so I don't want to shut her out. Yeah, just in case she's like trying to escape from him or whatever. So I keep a lot of doors like this one is now where they're just in a crack so they can push open. And I've been going on a lot of redacted lately in terms of video chat. So I'll be in the middle of like saying something professional and then I'll just see my door in the background Mm -hmm. of my Zoom just slowly opening. And I'm like trying to talk about like, oh, that's an interesting point. Yeah, with this and this. And I just know like it's probably a cat, but every time I'm just kind of like, could be a ghost could be a ghost (laughs) could be a cat yeah that's i mean when i was teaching from home too i tried to keep the door shut but my cat doesn't respect closed doors and somehow can open our doors and yeah sometimes the door would open and if the kids can't see my floor then they're like something's behind you miss duran (laughs) i was like uh i accidentally scared the absolute dickens out of esteemed ghost Dr. Elisa Lucas, because I forgot to warn her that the door wasn't closed all the way, and we were recording at night, 
And Jack went from his office, which is like on this wall, yeah. to the bathroom, which is on that wall. So she just sees a dark figure oh, cross no! in front of the door. <laughs> so the open door policy, as welcoming and friendly as you think it would be, can be terrifying. Has consequences. You yeah. and I have talked about this before when people have their closets open or doors open and it's dark. You were yep. talking about like like video chatting with your best friend. It's a it's scary. It makes yeah. yeah, it makes you uncomfortable because like it could be a horror film. I could be yeah, like, oh no, like you watch me I get attacked about, by a demon over here, you know. Yeah, all I can think about is I'm gonna look away and then I'm gonna think I see something and I'm gonna turn and there's gonna be a dark shadow figure in yep. the door. And then mm-hmm. it's all over. Like all I over. made the mistake years ago of watching the horror movie Hush, uh, which was if you like horror movies, excellent. But the premise is that a deaf woman lives alone oh. and I know, I remember, now I remember. Yeah, she lives alone in the woods, and she's video chatting with a friend and signing, and her friend signs like, is somebody behind you? And she's like, what? And she turns around, and there's nobody there. But it's because the guy has broken into her house, but he, you know, he did so kind of quietly, and because she can't hear him coming, she doesn't know he's there, and he realizes that she can't largely hear him and so he like fucks with her it is upsetting i will say if you're going to watch it the cat does not die and that's important that you know that but in general it's a very spooky horror movie so that just made my fear of like people appearing where they shouldn't be Mm -hmm. even worse Mm -hmm. so and like our master bedroom closet one of the doors does not close and i have like a door stopper ordered that will someday arrive but for now it's just like if i try to close it even some of the way in the middle of the night just open closet it's it's a real bummer real bummer so I mentioned I wanted to talk about an article I read and the circumstances under which I read it. So because Uh. I'm having sinus problems, I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning, Mm -hmm. the witching hour, and I was like, well, I'm awake. I may as well pee. And so I peed and I come back and, you know, the doors are spooky because they're dark and open and the cats are asleep. So there's no one to protect me in the event of somebody coming to try to murder me because I assume Jack would be useless. I'm just kidding. He'd probably try and protect me too, but he was also asleep. So... It was like three in the morning. I'm trying to get back to sleep, having just gone to the bathroom, which we all know. When you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, your whole goal is to not fully wake up, but I did not mm -hmm. succeed this morning. So I was like laying in bed, trying to go back to sleep. So finally I was like, I'll read something on my phone. So I open it up and my like pocket recommendations, because I'm a basic bitch. One Mm. of them I had opened earlier today, earlier yesterday, I should say, Mm -hmm. to read later. Like, and I had it open in my like window. So I was like, I'll read this now. This is a life science article that was published one week ago, and the, I just forgot what you call the name of the article. The headline. Headline. (laughs) The title. That's where I'm at. I was like, the title. No. No. The The header. No. No. (laughs) So, the headline, because I'm a grown-up, dark watchers have been spooking California hikers for centuries. What are they? With this picture, which we will put on the Instagram. Oh, I don't... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't like that. So I'm reading this article at three o'clock in the morning That's because the dark I hate shadow. myself. <laughs> we don't want to be seeing that. At night. And we've got like open doors and I'm what, like, oh my what god! Are you doing? Also, I want to read it. I couldn't stop myself. So basically, there's this. There are reports when you are in California Santa Lucia Mountains. If you're there at sunset, you will see these tall, cloaked figures standing at the top of the mountain, staring at you. I don't like and that. 
It's upsetting. And so if you keep watching them, they will disappear in a few moments. So they'll just stand there, stare at you, and then disappear abruptly. And this has been happening for decades. Like, it's... They've started been they started seeing them when the Spanish arrived in the 1700s. They called them Los Vigilantes Oscuros, which literally means the Dark Watchers. So that's where we get the name from. So these have been around for like 300 years. So as different settlers started moving into the regions, the reports increased about seeing these watchers and having that feeling of being watched from the hills, mm. which is upsetting. And if you want receipts that this is a legit thing and not just like kooky mountain people talk... No offense to Kooky Mountain people, but John Steinbeck included the Watchers in a 1938 short story called Flight because a character sees a black figure leering down at him from a nearby ridgetop, but he looked quickly away for it was one of the Dark Watchers. Ooh. So even Steinbeck, who was a pretty dry mofo, let's be real, yeah. was like, this shit is this legit. This shit is real. So once you get like two thirds of the way through this article, spoilers alert, it turns out not to be like spooky watchers unless that's what they want us to think. Yeah. So most likely this is something we've talked about before in our spooky mirror discussion, which uh-huh. is pareidolia, which is that weird thing in your brain where when you see like a pattern, our brain wants to find a face because uh-huh. we recognize faces. Uh-huh. So we're when we see these like shadows on the hills, our brain goes... <gasps> It's a person because we can't just like let it be like a weird shape. Yeah. So the shadows on the hilltop are probably just like the watchers usually appear in like late afternoon or around uh-huh. sunset. So that's when you're getting the long shadows down the hill anyway because of the way the sun is coming uh-huh. down. So you're seeing these long shadows, which, yes, if a person were standing on the top of the hill, they would make a similar shadow. But. There's maybe not anybody up there. <laughs> could and just also, be a tree. <laughs> could just be a tree. Could just be like there's a shrub that's or like a stick sticking yeah. out and it's just hitting it weird. There's also, there tends to be, because they are mountains, there tends to be a lot of low-flying clouds or fog. Yeah. So that's going to also scatter the light in a weird way. Yeah. So even if it is a tree shadow, it might just because of the way light is dissipating through the fog, might just like, instead of looking like a tree shape, look kind of like a dude shape. Yeah. So then you're like, oh my God, the dark watchers are watching me. And there is another infamous illusion called the Brock Inspector, mm-hmm. which is the same kind of phenomenon. So the Brock Inspector is in the Harz Mountains in Germany. Uh-huh. And so people will see shadowy figures on Brocken Peak, but mostly it happens when the mountains are on a particularly like misty, hazy day. Mm. So if the sun is behind you, then the mist is going to play with the way the shadow appears. So then yeah. you're going to think it's this huge menacing dude. Because your brain... Your, your brain is trying to fill in what it doesn't know. Right. Your yeah. brain is like, that can't just be a random shape. It's got to be a person shape. Right. And what's weird is the, I've already forgotten what they're called, the Brock inspectors mm-hmm. often will have like a rainbow colored halo because again, we're talking mist. Yeah. And what does water do? It makes rainbows. Rainbows, yeah. With light. So, you know, you see like that shadowy figure and there's like a rainbow halo around it and you're like, this is some mystical shit. Uh, this is not just like a weird natural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So most likely what's happening in the Santa Lucia mountains is not spooky watchers that have been haunting there for centuries who just like watch people passing by and do God knows what. Right. But. That's what they want us to think. 
I mean, yeah, this, if I were a dark watcher and I didn't want people like all up in my shit to determine if I did or did not exist, I would publish an article in live science saying that I definitely didn't exist. And it's just a weird brain phenomenon and also spooky fog shadows. It, it also sounds a little bit like something that would pop up in Gravity Falls or Welcome to Night Vale, you know? Yeah. Like, like people would find an article, like would write an article like this, basically debunking it. And then, like, Dipper and Mabel find, like, the actual, you know, (laughs) the actual Dark Watcher. It's like something that allegedly the men in black do, you know? People are like, oh, my God, there's spooky figures on the hills, and I saw them, and the men in black are like, no, flash, it's just swamp gas, and then the light hits it, and then you're just going to, it's fine, don't worry about it. So, like, you know, if you live near these mountains, or if you've ever gone hiking in any mountains and see that kind of like dark watcher effect, please email spoophour at gmail.com. We didn't yeah. say it earlier. You can still contact us at spoophour at gmail.com. We're still going to be checking that on a regular oh, yeah. basis. And like, we'll still read stories and stuff. Basically, this will just give us more time to do everything. Yeah. And think more about dark watchers so that when we are awake at three in the morning reading articles we absolutely should not be reading at three in the morning, there are fewer consequences for our action. <laughs> I am not going to think about the Dark Watchers when I go to bed tonight. (laughs) Or if you do, you're going to tell yourself it's just a stupid shadow shadow and our dumb brains are dumb. Yep, dumb brains are dumb. Dumb brains are like, oh, look, a person. And it's like, no, brain, that's a tree. Can you say tree? tree? (laughs) (laughs) Like, just Dora the Explorer your brain. Right. And be like, where's my friend? Me amigo. Can you say amigo? Like, just do that yep. with your brain, but with the dark watchers. It's just a shadow. shadow. Can you say shadow? shadow? So you're welcome for next time you're scared. Yay. <laughs> like, I'll just Dora the Explorer my fear. <laughs> yeah. And it is a bummer because every time I wake up in the middle of the night because our bedroom door is open, like, and I face it when I sleep, mm-hmm. my initial reaction as I'm, like, waking up is I'm going to open my eyes and someone's going to be standing in the door. No! And then I open my eyes, and then, of course, there isn't anybody standing in the doorway because the man who lives in the attic can't get down because it's really hard to get into and out of the attic. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm glad that it's hard to get into and out of the attic. I feel like – and and you do have – I, I like I said, I mean, he's – or like you said, you said earlier, like, oh, I don't think he'll be – like he's not actually going to be useless. He was just sleeping. Like yeah. the same same thing happens to me too, where I'm just like, at least there is another person in the house. Yes. Yeah. So like, if I scream and wake us both up, there's going to be two cats and two people against yep. whatever made me scream. And I like those odds. Yep. I have, <laughs> especially because Benedict is feisty. Yeah. So you just throw that himbo at like whoever. If he's in a play mood, he's going to fuck you up anyway. <laughs> yeah, Benedict is like maybe my Yuna. Yeah. yeah, she's a very good watchdog, but sometimes yeah. a little too good. Yeah, Benedict. A bird lands a- on the fence, and she's like, <laughs> I'll "Fuck you up, bird! I'm gonna fuck it's you one up!" One of those spy birds, though, that they have to check their buttholes for cameras. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she's really doing you a favor. Or she hears just like a delivery truck pull up, hasn't even stopped, hasn't even opened the door yet. She just hears it drive by, and she's like. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> Whereas Benedict sometimes just gets himself super worked up during playtime. Not with me. He doesn't usually play rough with me because he knows I'm a delicate lady. So mm-hmm. I get gentle, like, bops while he plays. But he'll sometimes psych himself up so much while he's playing because he's dumb that he'll do, like, the aggressive, like, cat snort where he's just like, 
<laughs> and it's like, buddy, you are not, you're not killing anything today. Let's, let's take it down like four notches, please. And thank you. You're not that <laughs> so, tough. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, I'll need that energy yeah. when the man in the attic figures out a way down yeah. so that I can just like huck Benedict at him and then like <laughs> kick him in the nuts and Jack can punch him in the throat and then I'll grab Zelda and Benedict and run away. <laughs> like this is my action plan. <laughs> so it'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, if you learn one thing from this episode, it's one, don't expect a new episode of Spoop Hour every week anymore. Although there will be a new full size. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Our next full size episode is going to be next week. And then we're going to start our every other week Mm -hmm. new schedule. But that's one thing to take away. The other thing is it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, maybe you throw a cat at an intruder, then scoop the cat and run away. Or, you know, maybe there's no intruder because you're just sleepy and it's early in the morning and go back to bed. And it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) April shower. (laughs) I feel like that's the dumbest possible way I could have told that joke, and I'm so pleased. Also, I'm so sorry for, like, trying to squeeze, like, Goofy in there. (laughs) No, I loved it. It was like, Courtney. I was trying to emphasize, like, it's Sasha on the other end. Yeah, it's me. She's back. back. You missed her.